Can you destroy your future career prospects if you don't get your GCSE choices right? Well, not really. But if you're here and you've clicked on this episode, that means that you are currently thinking about how to make the right GCSE choices for you. So that's what we're going to talk about today. Welcome. This is Dive Into Your Career, the podcast designed to help students like you take impactful steps towards your career goals. I'm Gina Visram, a qualified careers coach and consultant who is so proud to be your careers cheerleader. You are in the right place if you are a determined student or the proud supporter of one. Here, you will embrace career development in a unique spirit of fun, not fear. Let's dive in. Hey lovely, I am Gina Vistrom and you are listening to the Dive Into Your Career podcast, the podcast for students and graduates on their journey from education to employment and entrepreneurship, and a place in which that is done in a spirit of fun and optimism, not fear and overwhelm. And sometimes when we get into choosing subjects, we can start to feel overwhelmed. What I'm going to say is if you're at the stage now where you are choosing your GCSEs, which is your General Certificate of Secondary Education, and it is an exam that is done in year 11, so when you are 15 or 16 years old and you are going to a school under the British school system, right? So certainly within the UK, but also so many places around the world that follow the British school system. So, you know, if you are in the British school system, then this is going to be a very relevant episode for you because it gets to the point where either in year nine or in some schools in year eight, you are tasked with choosing GCSEs. And typically, it is the first time in which you've needed to make a choice about subjects the first time in which you are going to ultimately be dropping some subjects and no longer continuing with learning them. So it feels like a pretty big deal. And what I would like to let you know is this is the first, my lovely, this is the first of many, many, many subject choices you are going to be making over the next few years. So when you are thinking about choosing your subjects. There are a few things to keep in mind and that's what we're going to be talking about in this short episode. So I hope it is really helpful for you. One of the things that I would say before any other, because I think it's quite useful to start on a level of assurance, is that GCSEs are a broad enough syllabus that you pretty much can't close out or shut down any career options through the subjects that you're taking, right? So ultimately, more or less, no matter what it is that you choose, you're still going to be really open in terms of subjects that you might be able to do in the future, careers that you, career paths that you might be able to follow. So I hope that feels like a really good place to start, because you can't particularly mess things up in that way, right? You can't 
particularly choose subjects, which means that, well, you can't be an engineer in the future, or you can't be a doctor, or you can't be a journalist, because it is a broad enough range of subjects that you will be covered. And one of the things to remember is there are core subjects. There are subjects that you don't have the option of choosing, you don't have the option of dropping, because they just are. They are fundamental as parts of your GCSE programme. So typically that includes maths, English and sciences. At GCSE you'll either do combined science or you'll do triple science. And in both of those cases you are doing biology, chemistry and physics. But when you do triple science there is that much more emphasis. It's doing it as single subjects as opposed to doing all three subjects but you end up with two GCSEs, so that is combined science. But these are things which are musts, typically speaking, in schools. Which is why I'm mentioning you don't really close any doors through what it is that you're choosing. Now, of course there's going to be an exception, because there's an exception to most rules, and the exception that I would share with you is one, if you have even an inkling of interest in architecture as a career, right? So in architecture, which is around the design of buildings and structures, and if you are interested in the possibility even of doing architecture as a career, of becoming an architect, then what I would say to you is that there is a, a bit of a rule for you, and that is to make sure that you are choosing design and technology or art. Art or design and technology. That is going to be important because it means that you know that you're going to be using those skills, you're going to be drawing, you're going to be building a portfolio, all of those sorts of things that are going to be needed by the time you're choosing your A-levels and or taking any other routes towards architecture. The other subject which is required for architecture is maths, but of course, as we talked about, that is a core subject. You're doing maths anyway. So genuinely, that's pretty much the only career area that I can think of where it's like, oh yes, you must do this subject, right? So yeah, if interested in architecture, do you pick art or design and technology that will really complement that interest and your skill. And of course, if you go on deciding that you don't want to do that as a career, that's absolutely fine because you are building these transferable skills that are usable in a variety of ways. Alongside recognizing what subjects are compulsory in your school, it's also important to recognize that there are blocks. So your school would have divided your option areas into blocks and you might be able to choose one from each section, for example. So that might be something else that applies to you too. So bear that in mind. And beyond that, what I am going to say to you is that this is a time to be really reflective. And being reflective is so important throughout your life, truly, because we can be here chatting when you're in your mid-twenties and reflecting on what you enjoy about your career, if you like the trajectory you've chosen, if you need to make any changes, right? Or if changes are forced upon you, right? As it's happening at the time of recording, there've been so many changes and layoffs and redundancies within the tech industry. So many of the people who were made redundant didn't necessarily choose to be made redundant unless that was kind of the process within their organization. 
And so to decide what they're going to go on to do next, it's important to be reflective. So being reflective is such an important life skill throughout your life. And the time in which you were choosing your GCSEs, when you were 13 years old, right? Uh, 12 in some cases, I guess, if you're really young in year eight, when you're making the choices. So whether you're in year eight or year nine, this is a really good time to be reflective. And what should you reflect on? Well, what sort of careers you might be interested in exploring? What subjects you enjoy doing? What skills you have? How do you enjoy being assessed, right? So this is one of the things that I wanted to talk to you about. How do you like being assessed? If you really don't like essays, if you really don't like the process of reading and research and writing essays, then it makes sense not to heavily lean into the humanities, right? So don't necessarily choose history, geography, religious studies, or any of those sorts of subjects because those require a lot of reading, processing, critical thinking, essay writing right? Now, geography probably does have a bit more of a qualitative, like a, a bit more of a numbers base to it as well. So um, so maybe that's a mid-ground for you. But yeah, if you kind of think, oh, I really don't, like, I really don't enjoy essays, right? Then it does help you to go further into another direction. So, so far, we have talked about thinking about what it is that you are interested in for the future, right? What areas can you see yourself leaning towards? What are you excited about exploring? And we talked about how if architecture is one of those things, then choosing DT or art as one of your options is a good choice. We talked about uh, being clear on what GCSE subjects are compulsory. So I mentioned some of them. You might, in your school, you might also have a language which is compulsory. So that's that's possible, but maybe you really like languages, so you get to choose an additional language, but it might be a core in your school for you to do a language. And I think being clear on what GCSE subjects are compulsory is really helpful because it allows you to save some energy. You're not busting your brain to think, should I do this subject? Um, or to think, oh, I really don't like this subject, I don't wanna do it, because here's the thing. They're compulsory for a reason, right? They're, com they're compulsory so you have the breadth that you need at this age and stage. So in this case, I would argue it's not worth fighting the system, particularly. You want to work within the system, uh, I, I would argue, when it comes to, to what you're choosing. And yeah, that can, in a way, that can help to take the pressure off a little bit because you're not thinking about all eight or nine subjects. You recognize that at least four or five of those you, you need to be doing. Now, a couple other things. It's really helpful to go along to your options evening uh, if your school offers one. Uh, go along with your parents. I mean, oh my goodness. I, well, I've had the pleasure of being involved in a few options processes recently uh, at the school where I am employed, but also another school where I've uh, had the pleasure of doing some freelancing work in the past couple of years. And it's so brilliant, truly, of 
being able to witness these kind of debates <laughs> between uh, between teens and their parents in terms of what it is that they want to do. And I'm not minimizing that sometimes these conversations can feel pretty pressured, actually. But when both teen and parent are in the spirit of wanting to make the right choices and being respectful of each other, it can be really interesting to hear the debates and, you know, hopefully to be part of helping them make decisions that that they are happy with and helping parents to understand the perspective of their child as well and vice versa. If uh, parents are making really solid points or if they're, you know, really reflecting on the abilities of their child that maybe you know, the teen isn't sort of thinking of the things that they're really good at and the parent is making some good contributions in that way. So go along to options evenings. You will get to speak to subject teachers. That's a really important part of it, right? So as well as the booklet and the information you have, you'll get to actually speak to subject teachers. Uh, there may be an element of sort of taster sessions. I don't know how much that exists at GCSC. I know that to happen much more around A-levels. But essentially, anything that your school is doing to support uh, your decisions uh, and what you might choose, go along to that and go along with your support system, right? Go along with your parents or whoever is in your support system and that's a beneficial part of the process. One other thing to think about is if you are interested in a specific college or sixth form or course, then it's really worth visiting their website and seeing what it is that they need, right? So if you are interested in a certain A-level or T-level or, do you know what, even university degree, to be fair, although, there, like I said, there, there aren't many things that... Uh, that you will have to have taken to be able to enter a certain degree. That said, languages, for example, may be one of them. Or if you're really interested in universities, like I know at a time, and you can actually check out whether this is still the case, I know at a time, if you wanted to go to UCL, University College London, you needed to have had a language at GCSE. That was one of their rules. That may not be a rule anymore, but actually it's a really good thing to check out. And as I said, most places will want you to do a language. Most schools will be insisting that you do a language anyway, so you are potentially covered on that front. But have a look, and you know, more than uni, have a look at the, the sort of A-level or equivalent stage and see if there are specific things that they're asking for. Uh, and if you feel like the websites aren't giving you the information, feel free to call or email the admissions person for the institution that you are interested in going to in the future, right? So you, in two, three years, you want to go along to this institution potentially, um, contact their admissions people. That's what they're there for. They love conversations about what you need to do to be able to get into their school or college. And so if you have any questions around that, feel free to get in touch with them, right? So I think I've covered off the things that I really wanted to talk to you about. I would like to reiterate the point that being reflective is kind of a life superpower, <laughs> I would argue, but maybe that's a point for another podcast. But it's certainly beneficial when it comes to this stage, this stage where you are, where you are choosing GCSEs. So be reflective, 
be reflective about your future, be reflective about what you currently like, you know, be reflective about what will be useful as part of that reflection. Research, of course, can come into things. So be reflective. Think about your future and what areas you can see yourself leaning towards as part of that reflection. Be clear on what GCSE subjects are compulsory because then that way you save energy and you can really focus on what you need to decide. If you're interested in a specific college or sixth form, then check out their specific entry requirements. Go along to your options evenings with, uh, with any grown-ups in your life that support you. So those might be parents or an aunt or an uncle or a grandparent or whoever it is in your world. Consider how it is that you like to be assessed, right? Whether you really like numbers-driven things, whether you like essays, what you don't like, because uh, that can help to influence the direction that you go in. And remember that GCSEs are broad enough not to close doors. The one exception that I can think of, which I've shared with you, is architecture in terms of making sure that you do DT or art, if that is an area that you're interested in. But beyond that, the wide range of GCSEs means that your options for the future remain pretty open. Now, when you get to year 11 and you need to make your A-level or equivalent choices, it's kind of different. <laughs> um, and actually, I have episodes about that already. So if you have an older sibling and you can see them, that they're at the point of making those choices, please feel free to refer them in that direction. But that is it for me for now, lovely. I am so glad that you have been here, that you have been listening to this Dive Into Your Career podcast. There are so many episodes, and some of them are really kind of practical and focused like this one, and they might focus on CVs or cover letters or your LinkedIn profile, but also lots of them are kind of mindset-based as well, because I think mindset is such an important aspect of our lives and our happiness. So really explore what it is that's going on over here at Dive Into Your Career. If you like and appreciate this episode, please do share it with a friend or in this case, multiple friends, because if an episode about choosing GCSEs has been beneficial to you, it probably will be to your peers as well. And do feel free to leave a review wherever it is that you're listening, whether that is Spotify or Apple Podcast or anywhere else, do leave a review. That would be amazing. That helps other people to find the podcast, this podcast, which will hopefully be as useful to them as it has been to you. Take care of yourself, lovely, and make sure that you are subscribed so that you don't miss the next episode. Look forward to catching up soon. Bye. Thank you for listening today. To keep up to date with Dive Into Your Career, leave your details on bit.ly forward slash dive into the list. See you soon.